What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Um, so, new sponsor this week. Um, this week we are sponsored by Loot Crate. If you don't know what Loot Crate is, they got all those cool collectibles, cool t-shirts, cool, all that kind of stuff. I saw on their website they have a Home Alone themed box coming at the end of the year that you can pre-order now. It'll be coming this December. Um, I guess it's an anniversary phone. Oh no, it wouldn't. Maybe last year would have been the anniversary. Maybe because of COVID it got held up. Oh no, maybe it was 91. I don't know. Uh, there's a Home Alone box. That's, that's what I know. You can go on Loot Crate. You can order that. Um, if you go to, uh, again, don't have a unique URL. I signed up through a commission junction. So if you go uh, to um, tiny.cc slash loot uh, TMR. So loot, L-O-O-T, TMR, um, all lowercase. You can go and you can check out the cool stuff they got there. Any Anytime that you go and, uh, you know, sign up through that link, you get, uh, you, you help us out a little bit, um, and that, that, that's a great way to support the show, so if you want to, if you want to sign up for Loot Crate, um, tiny.cc, which is just a link shortener, slash, um, Loot TMR, um, which brings us to today's episode, Loki episode three, not, okay, I talk a lot, and if you listen to the other podcasts, and you've listened to The Magicians, which, at this point, I'm just going to stop doing, because no one's fucking listening to those episodes, and it's just a drain on me to continue to do it. Um, the, if you pay attention to that, I'm very big on the, the issue is, um... You have a limited amount of time to tell a story when you are, um, you know, doing something like this. Now, Loki is, um, only six episodes long. And on one hand, I really like they took one episode out of six and just dedicated to getting to know Sylvie, who I'm not going to call her Lady Loki anymore, um, because it's very obvious that she's playing the Enchantress. Um, she, like, like, I don't know if they can say Enchant more times in this episode, or they can, you know, I personally would have used Enchantress as a villain in an A-Force movie. Um, if you've listened to what I thought they should do for Phase 4 as a palate cleanser, that should have been the Avengers movie, quote-unquote, for it. Should have been a team-up of the, you know, the remaining, you know, female characters um, to take down the Enchantress. Obviously not going to happen. Because um, Enchantress is here, unless she doesn't die in this. But either way, Enchantress is, you know, 
definitely going to be here. I don't think Enchantress is going to end up being... See, I'm, I'm conflicted on whether or not Enchantress is going to be the villain for the entire show. Because I feel like... My, my problem with the Time Variance Authority still stands. I still have an innate problem with them as a... Uh, what's it called? Um, as a character. Um, and an organization. Because it, it, it's... And we find out more about them now, about how they've, like, they've lied. Again, we don't know how honest um, Sylvie is to, to give this information to Loki. But she says that the Time Variance Authority lies, and each person is not individually created for the Time Variance Authority. It turns out they actually uh, are real people who were variants like Loki, who became, um, what's it called? Who became... Um, who started working with them. Now, there, that's my, you know, I, I still feel like, you know, I don't trust her, but at the same time, I feel like her and Loki working together against the Time Variance Authority is a better direction for this to go. Um, especially since I think that in order for the... Here's the problem. They've announced too much already, and too much has already been confirmed already. I think that if it was just speculation of what's going to go on in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, um, if, if it was just pure, baseless speculation on the part of the viewer who was like, I think X, Y, and Z is going to happen, um, or it's like there were unconfirmed reports... Um, from credible sources like Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, and, and things like that, but they weren't confirmed by anyone. It's just, you know, it's probably happening. We could probably disregard most of, you know, that, but then Alfred Molina came out and confirmed he was back, and we know that, you know, Ben the Cumberbatch, uh, Cumberbatch is going to be in, um, uh, in No Way Home. We know the name of the next, you know, movie is Multiverse of Madness for Doctor Strange, so the multiverse is going to come into play, and, and we know we know that for a fact. Now, the time, the time Variant Authority is very, very hard-lined against multiverses. Um, they do not like multiverses. They do not want multiverses. They, um, they will do everything in their power to prevent a multiverse. Um, because in the past, the Secret Wars has happened, and the Beyonder has come out, and, um, and, and it caused the war. They're like, fuck it, no more uh, timelines, no more alternate timelines, just strictly one timeline. Um, and I, I feel like we need to have a multiverse by the end of this, so I feel like the Time Variance Authority needs to fail, um, in its mission. Um, and to an extent, I don't know how to put this beyond, if this episode feels like a Clone Wars episode, almost, like the, the, the animated show, The Clone Wars... Where it's like, we take these two characters, put them on an alien planet, you know, and they don't always get along, but now they have to because, you know, they're stuck in the situation, so now they, they're forced to get along. Um, but, an interesting little tidbit, though, about the setting for this episode, Lamantis 1, um, it did appear in the comics. Lamantis 1 actually appears in, um, prelude to, uh, the Annihilation event from 27, uh, 2007, um, 
which could set up um, the possibility of, you know, uh, the, the inclusion of um, what was one way for the uh, oh I completely lost my train of thought the inclusion of the phalanx um, who are kind of like Marvel's version of the Borg from Star Trek um, with their, their hive mind that assimilates people into them and it's mechanical they got some really cool art there and then there's also the um, uh the, the, the Annihilation Wave, led by Annihilus. Um, now, up until um, the Fox acquisition, this planet probably couldn't be used because Annihilus um, and, and all of that would have been heavily tied to Fantastic Four. Um, and the, um, the Phalanx very heavily tied to the X-Men. Um, so those concepts would have been tied to you know, Fox, so I guess by extension, maybe they would have ended up with, um, this, this planet also associated with Fox, but I think that's just basic speculation on my part, um, now, I, I, I stand by, I think it was the first episode where I said that I think that this show has to end with, I played the wrong theme music, didn't I? I did, I just realized that now. Oh, well, I'm, I'm already nine minutes into this, and, you know, we'll figure it out next week. We get one week where the fucking theme music isn't just correct on this. I don't know. Um, so the, um, the issue becomes, uh, I, I, I think I said it week one with the, the Infinity Stone thing, where when I was talking about the Infinity Stones, um, I mentioned that the reason why they're there is to scale the power of the next villain and to make it where we can look at, you know, the the, ne- the next villain and we can eliminate the question why they get to use the Infinity Stones. Although, granted, there's definitely going to be screen rants and inverse articles written where that question is asked incorrectly because it's like they don't understand what like power scaling is. Um, so, that's, that's kind of, you know... That, that, like, that's why that happened. And, and we talk, I talked about how... Um, I believe that that's going to come from the fact that that scene is shown specifically because they're going to destroy the Time Variance Authority. I don't believe the Time Variance Authority is going to have a role outside of this, um, outside of this, you know, miniseries. Um, or it could be like, you know, Legend of Tomorrow, where, um, what's it called? Uh... Like, Loki will, um, what's it called? Uh, another accident where, Lo- where Loki will kind of take over the, the role of, you know, making sure that dangerous variants don't go out and destroy everything. Now, I know historically I, uh, that Enchantress is a bad guy, but also the Skrulls are historically a bad guy. And the biggest name Skrull we've encountered so far, um, Talos um, has uh, has yet to actually fall into that role. He he's still not bad guy. He's you know he's still you know helping out Shield or Sword or whatever we're gonna call whatever <clears throat> whatever Fury's working for. Um, and I, 
I guess I don't think that we're going to end up with a, uh, I, like, I, I think it's possible that she stays on the side of the heroes. Um, I, I would say that's a very strong possibility, actually, if I'm being honest. Um, because I think the ultimate bad guy in this show has to be the Time Variance Authority. Because, again, there's just this whole concept of free will that this show ultimately goes against. That this bureaucracy has the power to override your free will. I, I feel like they're the ultimate bad guy. Because I don't think you can have them exist going forward. Um, because it's too broken of a thing. You can't have Loki going around and fucking things up. Um, but, you know, it, or, like, Enchantress could be, like, you know, Bartrock the Jumper. Um, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Where, or, or even Agatha Harkness in, um, in WandaVision, where, yeah, they're a bad guy, but the ultimate bad guy is, you know, uh, the Flag Smashers in Falcon and Winter Soldier and Wanda herself in WandaVision, um, which is really what I'm interested in seeing. And I think that my uh, theory that I posited at the, uh, what's it called, at the, uh, at the outset of the, uh, of, uh, the announcement of the various new movies, um, at the, uh, San Diego Comic Con a few years ago, where I think it's likely that, um, what's it called, uh, fuck, what are, I'm, I'm getting very bad at, like, you know, keeping my train of thought together while I'm driving to work, um, like, um, it's gonna lead out of, you know, I think What If is gonna have a, a larger role in this than, than we give it credit for. Uh, and I also think that for Thor Love and Thunder, um, the Jane Foster Thor is going to be like, um, what's it called? Um, it's going to be like, uh, in the comics how, um, Ghost Spider, or Spider-Gwen for, you know, the majority of people. Um, the Gwen Stacy, Spider-Man, um, uh, how, how she kind of isn't from the same Earth as everyone else, but she jumps in for team-ups. Um, I think it's gonna be like that. Um, but that's gonna be Jane Foster's lore, is that it's gonna be, like, that movie, I think, comes out right after Multiverse of Madness, if I remember my release dates correctly, which could always be incorrect, I could be wrong. Um, but I believe that that's the next movie after Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love, and Thunder. And if that's the case, then that would make sense, that out of the multiverse, and out of two, like, ending off this year is No Way Home. And ending off, and, and starting out next year is Multiverse of Madness, those two are back-to-back, -back, which I really like, because, um, I want to continue the story of Wanda, I think that, for me, that's the most interesting story we've seen expanded on post, um, Infinity War and Endgame, um, is, is what's going on with Wanda, and her processing her grief, and her becoming more powerful, and I don't think that, um, WandaVision ended in a way where we have a final concrete conclusion with this character. I think that we still have room to grow and um, expand on this. Um, and I think it would be interesting if I guess I had an idea. Um, what if 
something happens here in this show um, that ties into WandaVision. Like the awakening of Wanda's true abilities um, with chaos magic and all of that. And, you know, what if that, you know, has something... And you know what it could be? And this would kind of upset me if this happened. If one of the variances that Enchantress kind of set in motion was... um, What's it called? Uh, What the fuck? It was Wanda, you know, spiraling out of control. That would totally, 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 you know, defeat the purpose of, you know, WandaVision. But I don't think that, you know... But I think that there's a world in which they do that. Um, because I don't think they want to keep... And the thing is, too, it's not out of character for Wanda in the uh, in the comics. And Wanda in the comics is, more often than, you know, a hero, she's a bad guy. Um, so, like, I, I think that that would be... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I still... I, I'm, I'm tired. Um, episode was fine. I, I, I still, you know... They have three episodes to wrap this up. Uh, I don't think that they uh, necessarily have, have uh, reached a point of no return where they cannot um, they cannot do something. Um, like they can't fix whatever they're they're setting up. Like, they, like there's no way for them to. Uh, Oh, what, the, what was wrong? Like, where it's like they 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 have not reached one of no return, and from a narrative standpoint, where they cannot reach a, like a satisfying conclusion for the audience um, to finish out this story in a way that means something and um, has an impact on the viewer, um, and, and it, it does so in a satisfying way um, because you know I, I think the show still had a long way to go. Um, I think the show still has a long way to go. Um, I think that, um, it's possible that, you know, the, like, what's, what's what I'm looking for? Like, uh, um, I don't know. Um, I think they can, they can still resolve this, this story in a meaningful way. Um, I hope they can. That would be that would be nice if they could resolve this in a meaningful way. Um, so until the next time we get together, that will be Saturday, a Saturday for the Fast Saga, um, the story of uh, John Cena and Vin Diesel facing off as you know siblings. I don't know. I know next to nothing about this movie, but looking forward to it. They give me good action and car chases. I'm all in. Um, so that will be this coming Saturday. Um, then Loki episode four the following week, and I'll see what other movie we can do the week after. Um, so until then, have a great rest of your week. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. 
at U.S. Border Patrol. Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.